0: You look bad. I need money. You can have my TV.
1: Thanks, Malcolm. You keep it. I stole it. I figured.
0: Hey there, enthusiasts! Welcome back to Hero Talk. I am your host, Judge Greg. Joining me today, it is like a Hero Talk all-star lineup. I got Brian, I got the Black Dragon himself burning, making a triumphant return. I have Goose, who I'm pretty sure I'm contractually now obligated to have on every Hero Talk. And, of course, the Dark Princess herself, Jen. Everybody, welcome back to Hero Talk. Thank you. Hello. Thank you. All right, so today's topic is Jessica Jones. As always, listeners, Hero Talk is a spoiler podcast. Folks, everything is on the table. It's all fair game. We can talk about whatever we want. You need to be warned. We're not going to censor ourselves, okay? It's, it's That's what we do. So you have, until I'm done with this sentence to get off the podcast, I'm just going to start spoiling stuff, all right? Because Snake was a good guy the entire time. <laughs> he was working with the...
2: <laughs>
0: it was like a double agent. It was it was genius. <laughs> All right, uh, so
3: the podcast off right
0: little little shtick in there to get us going. All right, so we're we're talking Jessica Jones. Now I, I really I I have to say something at the beginning here. Leading into Jessica Jones, I said, and I'm pretty sure I've said some of this on mic, so I feel I need to say, I felt that, and I've said this before. I like my superhero shows gritty. I would prefer the show that she didn't use her powers. I didn't really want her to have powers, and I wanted to see a lot of Private Eye stuff. And then I watched the show, and I realized I'm an idiot. I don't actually know what I want. It turns out I didn't. I wanted not as gritty, a little bit more superpowers, and a little bit less Private Eye stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, after watching Jessica Jones, I realized what I really wanted was Supergirl. <laughs> I say this. I, I was watching Jessica Jones, and I, I had started the binge because I—that's how it was going have to have to happen. And as I'm doing this, I had I, at least eight episodes of Supergirl on my DVR. I hadn't started it yet. I thought, like, I really need to get in the mindset if I'm going to start Supergirl. And all of a sudden, my Roku just freezes. And I'm sorry to the Roku executives that I know listen to Hero Talk <laughs> on a regular basis. Yeah, it just froze. And I'm Aww. like, what? What am I going to do? I, I, I just switch over to my TV and I and I go to the to the DVR because it just seemed like the next best thing. Now, yeah, I could probably go stand up and walk to the Roku and restart it, no. but I was already sitting down and quite comfortable and I was not about to stand up and, and go do. I can't be restarting all kinds of Rokus, people. So, after watching two episodes of Jessica Jones and thinking, like, this is really dark, then I turned on Supergirl, and Supergirl is basically all the stuff I just said. It's a little more fun, she uses her powers all the time, it's, it's not quite as gritty, and I realized, huh, I think this is the show I really want to watch. So, uh, unfortunately, we're going to be drawing a lot of uh, comparisons between Jessica Jones and Supergirl because I watch these shows kind of side by side, and and the entire time I'm watching Jessica Jones, I'm really wishing I'm watching Supergirl because I I really love Supergirl. I I feel like I need to say that I love Supergirl. This show is great. It's going to be a hero talk. And I'm sorry to the people who made Jessica Jones for this comparison. That's probably not fair.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, what is totally fair, though, is we're probably going to compare this to Daredevil. Oh,
1: yes. yes.
0: And it's I, it was oh, it, no, yes. It, it, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, all right. So we're all agreeing. Oh, yeah. yes. It's, it's going to draw the Daredevil comparison. There's no way to avoid that. And there are some things that I think Daredevil pulled off a little bit better. And uh, the main one, I think, is pacing. I think Daredevil had a really good job of having, like, there was the talking, there was the gritty part, then there was the superhero action part. And I feel like I didn't necessarily have that same pacing. Like, where Daredevil really only had the one down episode that everyone hates, which is the Foggy versus Nelson. Oh, I love that
1: episode. And I felt...
0: <laughs> no, Jen. I, I really did. I
1: love that episode. I got to back her up. I like
2: that episode, too. Yeah. Nobody likes that episode. At
1: the end of it, I was like, what, what is the I mean, me okay, with it, I mean,
2: it in, 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 in fairness, it's, it's not... It's probably... I might say it's my least favorite episode, but I still liked it.
1: It, it made me know. like a different side. More. Exactly. <laughs> Loved no. him oh, so even Tony? more I need Tony <laughs> on the
2: podcast. <laughs> no, is Tony around? we got to get Tony in here. I will say Foggy was, was a whiny little man-child in that, in that episode. But. Well,
3: oh, his oh, my feelings and emotions. Him. <laughs> uh, no,
2: that whatever. Is, no, made no.
3: Great. He's like a deeper person than sarcastic jokes and stuff like that. And before I get any deeper into this, can we talk about Jessica Jones? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm, I'm sorry. What are we are we talking about? It? Oh yeah. Sorry. I'm gonna really cut in here just long enough to say I do agree with Greg on this one.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Oh. That's
0: why he's on Hero Talk every episode. Everybody. All right. So Jessica Jones. Now now that we've we've kind of gotten so. Granted, this, we, we've set Jessica Jones... It, the, the problem is, this is a series... I love this series, and I need to get that out there, because we are going to nitpick the crap out of it for the next hour or so. And I love the series. I really did. I enjoyed watching it. I, I enjoyed every second of it, except for the Roku freeze and the parts where I wanted to see Supergirl. <laughs> but I just... I. I I want to make sure that we get that out there because everyone's going to be like, oh, well, of course they hated Jessica Jones. Didn't hate Jessica Jones. Really liked Jessica Jones. It just, it was set up for failure by conditions beyond its control. And one of which was following Daredevil, uh, and, and the other was, uh, having come out around the same time as Supergirl. And I think it it didn't put it in a good place. It gave, it gave two points of comparison, uh, of other things that were also very good. You know what? Enough about me talking about myself and my watching experience. Uh, what did you think, Brian?
2: I, uh, I I really liked it. You know, I, I really did enjoy it, and, and to be honest, there were a lot of times where, like, I forgot I was watching something in the Marvel Universe. Like, it was so focused on the grittiness of it. It was so focused on um, the drama and, you know, the P.I. stuff, but... I, don't know, I, I felt like with the gore and the intensity, I felt like they were tr- they were trying to see what they could get away with. I
0: I, mm. I I saw a little bit of that. I mean, Daredevil had was pretty gory in itself too, so this didn't really feel more like they were trying to push the limit as much as they were just following suit.
2: But I, I, I still felt like, like there was never a case where, like, we're seeing, you know, somebody sh- shove a hand down a garbage disposal. We're not seeing a glass, the corner of a glass table sticking into someone's head.
0: Yeah, you get category yeah. there towards the end. Like, yeah. yeah. When, All right, I can, I can see what you're when, saying.
2: When Wilson Fisk crushes that guy's head, for one thing, that's a special occasion. For another, you <laughs> can <when laughs> splash of blood coming yeah, and you just know it, what's happened.
0: When Wilson Fist crushes a man's head, an angel gets its wings.
2: <laughs> my, my, my point is that that's that's not the norm.
0: Right, right.
2: It, yeah, I, I guess this
0: one got a little. I mean, they. The funny thing is they try so hard at sometimes like they they make Kilgrave so evil. And then it, like and I don't know and and somebody like if you could back me up on this they they try so hard to make him so evil. And then like seven episodes in they try to make him sympathetic. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like no, you just showed him torturing kids. I don't have any sympathy for this man.
2: Yeah. And that was another that was another thing like the, like the source of his power like his father called it like a virus. Oh, don't think about that, Brian.
0: You <laughs> cannot think about that. Is Any damn sense to me? They tried so hard to make it scientific,
2: and it was so stupid. Well, it's like, it's like, wait, 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 Hank. We're in the Marvel universe, where you, where you're telling us just accept this stuff happens, and now you're acting like you're the Dark Knight. Like there's a reason for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they they needed to not try to explain it because it their explanation made absolutely no sense.
3: If we can kind of go back to the sympathetic thing, I think that kind of plays into like you know, okay, what's happened to her. And he's like in his weird own little world of, you know, having everything he wants because he can just say it and he gets it um, that, OK, well, I didn't want this like, you know, it was kind of it was just pushed on to me. And because because of science, essentially, um, mm-hmm. and it was it was like, you know, I really didn't have a choice in this, but, you know, here's my view on the world. And it, I, I will give you this. The whole love thing kind of came out of left field because. I mean, I guess we're getting deeper into the show now, but, um, like, he knew that his... Like, he should have known that his powers, like, would not work on her, and giving her the choice to come with him because he loved her, because she's the only person that he couldn't have, that kind of... It it was really weird, and it was really conflicting, and I wasn't sure what to make of it. Well, he was evil. (laughs) <laughs> so
0: I, I don't pretend to know his motivation. And,
3: was, and, it's, and, it's, and it tried to make it so that it wasn't that black and white, but it seemed like it was that black and white.
2: Is that- well, yeah, I mean, oh, here's the
0: thing, is they try to make it so, like, yeah, I kind of see what you're saying. They're like, he's not truly evil. I'm like, no, yeah, he tortured kids. That's that's pretty evil. That's If Adolf Hitler had survived World War II and had dedicated his life to serving orphans, he's still an evil guy. Yeah. You know, like, you eventually cross that threshold, and you can't come back, and, and Kilgrave had, so.
4: The weird part about Kilgrave is, uh, before we watched the show, I went back and read the Purple Man saga of the Alias comic, why did
2: you do and, that? That
4: was terrible. Yeah, it probably wasn't a good idea. But yeah, oh. but none of that is really in there. It's much more black and white. And oh. there's not there's not really this quote unquote humanization of Kilgrave like there is in the series and like you guys said it just comes completely out of left field. It's like there's no coming back for this guy. It's old. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. So before we get too deep, Vernon, did you actually like Jessica Jones? I did.
3: Um, there were. Oh, that's good. There were a couple of parts where I was like, okay, that was a little bit much. Um, and we'll, we'll get, to, and not so much the, 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 goriness of it, some of the, like the, some of like the sex scenes and like a line from, a particular line from Luke Cage really threw me for a loop. Um, okay. but, but it was just like, Yes, I, I did enjoy it, but there were a couple things that threw me off. Um the way it ended, you know, I, I do get the whole thing about um, uh, you know uh, the the entirety of the show being about like uh, you know assault and choice. Um especially with Jessica. Um because you know she has a she has a choice to to run, she has a choice to, you know, kill Kilgrave. Um you know, she chooses to lie to Luke. Um there's all there's all of these choices from all of these different people and how they affect others and how they play out that I found very interesting about it. But yeah, yeah. one line in particular from Luke Cage, just, it, it threw me off and kind of turned me off from the character. Um, when I really what was him. the line? It was when Jessica finally can, can, uh, confessed, um, about mm-hmm. killing uh. his wife. Um, and uh-huh. he's really pissed off. And in the moment, like I was really feeling where he was coming from and everything like that. And then he just goes, I was inside of you. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, you know what saying.
3: So, oh. it was so gross. Yeah,
2: it nope,
0: was stop, 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 stop. We're done. We're moving on. Goose, what did you think of Jessica? Jones? Goose, for the love
4: of all that's holy, say something. I think with Jessica Jones, what I did. I did enjoy it. But what I think about, what I like the best about it is it felt really different from everything else we've seen from Marvel. It was actually like they were trying to. I don't want to say try new things, because that just sounds cliche, but they were trying to like expand their brand a little. And it doesn't all have to... It was kind of like it felt like DC done right, if I'm being blunt, because it had that grit, it had that, that dark element to it, but it still took time for levity, it still took time for character growth. It wasn't all just dark and brooding, which is what I feel like the show did well. Where it went wrong, in my opinion is what you guys are talking about, the whole trying to humanize Killgrave. That was just a bad idea, in my opinion. Trying to, the line, oh, God, the line. I remember as soon as Vernon said I remember that, I was like, oh, no, no. <laughs> and just the the overall, like like Greg said, I wanted more superpower, less P.I. by the end. <laughs> yeah,
0: there, there came a point in time. Where I felt like she had powers because she was saying she had powers, but whenever I'd see her like maybe grab a guy and toss him, I expect to see him go flying, and he just kind of stumbles over backwards. You want the Kevin Sorbo Hercules effect, and you don't get yes. That, right? That's exactly what I wanted, Goose. I want I wanted a Kevin Sorbo Hercules throw, and the guy just goes flying, and then drags along the ground and goes into a shack or something, and like a chicken flies out. I don't think I'm asking for that. And, and every now and then you'd see it. Every now and then she'd toss a guy, and he'd go flying. But by and large, especially it, it was really apparent to me in the the fight with um with her and Luke Cage in Cage's bar, and they're they're fighting, and it's both her and Cage. It's, it was it's the show in general, not just the character. Both of them are like I feel like they should be making a lot handier work of these people than they are. Like, if Luke Cage hits somebody, I expect to see him flying.
2: What I did like about that scene, like, the way um, Luke Cage's actor impressed me was he made it look easy. Mm-hmm. Like, like That's like, true. But he, yeah. Even, like, you know, Arnold would, would look like he's making an effort to throw these guys around. He's just like, it, it looks like he's tossing a teddy bear.
0: I agree. I just think the teddy bear would fly farther. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Jen, yes. before we go any further, what did you think of Jessica Jones?
1: I I liked it a lot. I, when I first watched it, I said I loved it, and now I've, I've downgraded it to liking it a lot. Oh, no. Because I – well, the thing is – I brought you on because <laughs> you said you loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I approached it with someone who probably knows less about comic books than all of you. Obviously, I know Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, but that was, that's about it. I mean, I grew up watching the Batman movies in the 90s and all that, but I didn't, I had never even heard of Jessica Jones when this came out. So, I think, I, I do like that there's an aspect where she feels a lot more human. And you know she's she's more relatable. You can tell she has all these demons and she's tortured and she wears the same clothes all the time and she drinks heavily and she has a crappy apartment. So I liked that grit of like a really cool, interesting person who's been through a lot and is very jaded and raw. But I, Drogen, I did, I yeah. Think. But I did, I did yeah. wish like you guys that she had been able to kind of flex her muscles a little bit more and show more of the powers that she she actually has. Because she's not just a regular human. So I think it would have been kind of cool to have a little bit more of that to balance it out. Um, I, 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 lo- I started off loving it. Middle of the season, I got very bored. It was very drawn out. You mentioned earlier the pacing. Mm-hmm. I almost gave up on this, sh- on the series about halfway through when there was, to me, too much focus on her drug addicted neighbor and the weirdo brother and sister. And a little bit. Yeah, too I don't much want to time, think about what was
0: going on with that brother. A little
1: bit too much time on Trish and the cop. I just, I felt like I yeah. felt very flat.
2: Oh, we'll get to that. And I
1: didn't, I didn't yeah. care about any of that. I wanted more Kilgrave, more Jessica. That's it. And I, I kind of accepted that, and I kept binging on it over a couple of days, and then I loved near the end of the season. But then I watched Daredevil. In episode one, I went, okay, I thought I loved Jessica Jones. I just kinda like it. This is a million times better. So, I, I, I mean, I don't know if it's the perfect introduction to Jessica Jones. I don't know if that's just kind of how her story is, and it's just a, kinda dull sometimes. But, I mean, overall, I really like the series, and I'm going to fangirl a lot about David Tennant, so I'm just going to warn you guys now.
0: I have said before, I am am very much into DC comics, and I'm only kind of Marvel savvy. So I checked, and uh, Jessica Jones was introduced in the comics in 2001, and I don't think I've really picked up a Marvel comic to read uh, since the 90s. So she was kind of completely like, now I knew who Power Man was, and let me just say, I knew him as Power Man back when he had the giant hair, the silver tiara, and the open front yellow blouse. So that's yes. how I'll always remember Lucanus. Denim
3: jeans, right? Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, the denim jeans and the chain belt, man. That's <laughs> I. They need to find a way to bring that costume back. Super I don't care how they do I, I loved the, I loved that costume. I, I liked Luke K. I, I managed to get my hands on a Power Man comic when I was like in elementary school, and I just thought he was the coolest superhero ever. Um, mostly, and this is I'm kind of I'm going to sound like a, a little you know elementary school hipster, but everybody wanted to be Spider Man and everybody wanted to be Wolverine. But here was a <laughs> super powerful superhero that nobody had heard of, and I'm like, nah, forget those guys. I want to be Power Man. So I was always Power Man at recess time in the in the elementary school playground and. And now everyone's like, "Who's that?" And like, "Oh, you don't know Power Man? He's the best." And well, I still stand by my statement that he's the best. Uh, it's it's just not the same without the costume. I fell in love with that costume anyway. Uh, so I didn't know much about Jessica Jones. Everything I know about comic book Jessica Jones, I learned two hours ago from Wikipedia. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll admit, I don't. I didn't know much about Jessica Jones before I, you know, before I watched the show and before I went to Wikipedia. Um, the most I knew was that she was married to Luke Cage, who. Was Power Man. Um, so yeah,
0: yeah, Power Man. Anyway, I, uh, I yeah, I didn't even know they were married until I went to Wikipedia. And the thing that really confused me, so I was reading her powers in Wikipedia, and it said flight. I'm like, flight,
3: yeah, really? I, and then
0: I look at the show, and the show says flight. Like, Did she fly in the show? Am that's I missing what I something? to ask because oh, she, oh. she
3: just jumps a lot, and see. they fancy like she could fly.
2: Yeah, the uh, Luke Cage actually asks her at one point, point blank, "Can you fly?" And she goes, "No, it's just jumping." That's what I thought. All right. Well,
3: I think it's. Oh, I, gosh, think, it's, uh, I think it should here. also be uh, a. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I think it should also be a play on um, on the description of Superman's flight in that he just jumps really high and can control it really well.
0: Yeah, well, Superman actually flies. I saw Man of Steel. He was all flying around, punching Zod. I just like <laughs> she wasn't doing that. Fine. All right. Anyway, all right, so let's talk about the cast. And, and hey, this is, a, this is a momentous occasion for Hero Talk, because finally I can say that the female part was not underwritten.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the first time I've ever been able to say that. I look over the cast and I'm like, huh, they really did a good job with this. All right, so uh, Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. I knew Kristen Ritter best as the heroin addict from Breaking yes. Bad. Uh, she's She's been in a bunch of stuff. She was, um, I believe she was the B in Don't Trust the B in Apartment 2-3. Such a stupid show.
4: I think even I she wants to forget she did that. I, yeah,
0: I, she does. Too. I think they did a good job making Christian Ritter look like just a broken person. Uh-huh. It, it, because Kristen, and like in a lot of her other parts, she doesn't look like a broken person. She's—I mean, she's played the gamut of roles, but this was something new, and I think it worked out really well. I—I I didn't know if I was going to like her because in in the back of my head, I'm thinking she's Jane from Breaking Bad. I don't know if I can see her as anything else. And then I, I saw the first couple of episodes. I'm like, no, I'm on board with this. Yeah, she can be Jessica Jones to me. Given that I have no concept of Jessica Jones from the comics, uh, you almost could have cast anybody. But no, she was she was. Pretty Perfectly fine. Uh, yeah, she
1: was. A she didn't good have choice.
0: purple hair
2: like the comic book character did, but
1: purple hair
2: is that a thing? Well, here's the thing: in Alias, I, she didn't. That was like her. That was like an old self. Really? Okay. Well, that's better then.
0: Anyway, I, I like I liked her as Jessica Jones. She did a great job. The acting was great. Uh, she definitely got ripped a little bit to play Jessica Jones. I think they they said she put on like ten pounds of muscle. Wow. Uh, and I'll believe it. So I, I there's nothing bad to say about her. I think she was just fine in, in yeah. this role, and I liked her quite a bit. Very likable. Well, not likable.
1: I thought I so. I said I liked
0: her in this role. Jessica Jones herself was kind of a jerk.
1: But, but. but I liked that. <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> I it's found her weird. very likable, <laughs> and I think that if they had picked the wrong actress to play her, it wouldn't have been, I don't know, I thought she was cool. I'm I want to hang out.
0: I do not want to hang out with her. <laughs> he drinks like bottom shelf whiskey. I don't want to hang out with her. <laughs> well, he,
2: he, he, here's the thing: <laughs> my She's, standards are not that high. Taste in whiskey aside, I, I got the impression she was pushing people away on purpose. Like when it came yeah. right, to it, she could not just just let someone go. Like you know, the, like the drug addict. Like especially, mm-hmm. like like even after like he started to factor into everything, it was you know she still tried to help him. Right. Well, I mean, she
0: was very much. She, I mean, she had PTSD straight up. They're, they didn't even try to to, to hide that. But I, part of how she was dealing with her PTSD is it came through, like, if she, as long as she gets Kilgrave and almost, I mean, her character was just built around trying to help Hope, uh, whose name was a little bit too ham-fisted. Like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, she needs to have Hope. But... <laughs> As long as she was trying to help hope, that was like what was driving her, and it's like almost was a penance for what she did when when Kilgrave had control of her yeah. uh so i I got that it just seemed like it just in general like she was just very very angry at everybody like at Pam and jerry and and, and all the other people all right but i f- I feel we need to move on from Jessica Jones because we 'll be talking about Kristen fritter all night because she did a great job uh so now we got to talk power man luke Cage mike colder now here's here 's the thing. Nobody who played Power Man was going to be good enough for me, because I know that there's an actor out there who really wanted to play Power Man, and that is Isaiah Mustafa, and a lot of people know him from the Old Spice commercials. Uh, He's the guy who was on a horse. Oh, I yeah, realize. he he loves Power Man, and he desperately wanted to play Luke Cage if they ever did a Luke Cage movie or TV show or something. And knowing that, I see this guy, and I just think, "You sir sure are a good actor, and I appreciate your work, but you are not Isaiah Mustafa."
2: Kind of like how like anyone besides Ryan Reynolds could play Daredevil or Deadpool. Right. It's
0: it's it just I see him and he he did a great job and he's been in like a ton of stuff that I haven't seen. Um and then some stuff I have seen but don't remember him from. He was in uh three different Law and Orders. So, uh and I believe he did the voice of Agent Locke in Halo 5?
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So but he was also, I, I uh, just did the series Nightfall playing the same character. Okay.
1: Huh. huh. Again, I had no knowledge of that character either going into this, but I think I, I It's hard for me because I absolutely love Mike. I think he did a great job. I think he's a fantastic actor and I liked watching him. I just feel like they didn't give him enough to work with. I think the writing really fell flat for me for that character, like knowing that he's going to get his own series. I have no interest in watching it because I, I just, like, I'm not interested in him at all. Well, first
0: of all, if they give Power Man a series, I'm going to watch it, regardless <laughs> who plays him. Um, I get what you're saying. I kind of felt that having him in here, now I get he's integral to the Jessica Jones stories from the comic books, Yeah, but it felt a little unfair that he's getting I thought he had maybe too much time because I thought to myself, like, you're getting your own series, Luke. Like,
1: maybe, yeah.
0: how about you let Jessica do her thing and then I'll worry about you. Let me just <laughs> one at a time. Jessica that didn't encroach <laughs> on Daredevil and just just be polite
2: is all I'm saying. Well, I think what the, the difference here is Luke Cage is part of Jessica's world,
1: so yeah, it's yeah not but, just a cameo thing. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I I guess I'm I'm going to be
0: okay with it if Jessica also factors into Luke Cage. I hope I think. she
2: does. I really do.
0: Because if she does, and then I'm like, okay, I see where you're going with this. But otherwise, it just kind of feels like because honestly. A lot of these characters came right out of the comic books. I recognized Luke Cage and only Luke Cage, to be perfectly honest with you. Like, I I had to look up who everybody else was because I had no idea. So he was sort of, it felt like he was like the, this is the guy you know. Now, granted, Jessica Jones is a wildly popular comic book character. But yeah, I, I just I, I wasn't really aware of her or any of these other people around. And uh anyway, I,
2: I wasn't really aware of her either. Like I first heard of her, I first saw her in a Deadpool comic where I don't know, it, 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 it somehow involved her and, and Luke Cage. And of course, it mentions you know that they're married and they have a kid. But that that was really all I knew. Yeah. Um, now, I actually ran into the Purple Man in a Daredevil comic. I mean, one of the most well, the Purple Man, I believe, was originally a Daredevil villain.
0: Mm. Yeah, I believe if that. If Wikipedia is to be trusted, because that's my source on that, because I had never heard of, of the Purple Man, who's Kilgrave, whose name in the comics is Zebediah Kilgrave.
2: Hmm. Did they ever say his so, first name in this? No. I don't, I don't think, think so. They just yeah. called him Kilgrave the whole time.
0: Yeah, and they made it very much seem like that was a made-up name he made for himself. Yeah, yeah. Because
2: Jessica Jones
3: calls it out, and she's like, really, you could have thought of a better name? (laughs) uh,
2: Yeah.
0: All right, so anyway, uh, moving on. So we got uh, Trish Walker, played by uh, Rachel Taylor. Now, Trish Walker is Hellcat. Uh, who I kind of know. I've seen Hellcat in some group shots with the Avengers, but yeah, she's the hero Hellcat. Uh, the character was originally... So here's... Let's give some history. Uh Back when Disney bought Marvel, and I want to say that was like the 2009 time frame. Sounds great. Uh, right around then, uh, they started thinking of doing a Jessica Jones TV show. Uh, and they tried selling it to ABC, and it never quite happened, and so this was very much along the lines. I'm sure... This is a little grittier and darker than where they were going. But this is kind of the series they were selling. And and originally in the ABC series, uh, this character was going to be Carol Danvers, who is infamously known to comics as Captain Marvel, formerly Ms. Marvel, and I think Firebird was one of her names. Uh, But she was off the table in terms of this series because Captain Marvel's getting her own movie, and they don't like to cross-contaminate their movies and their TV shows. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, and the other one aside. Who's the other one from Captain America? I'm blanking on the name. Agent, Agent Carter agent Carter yeah I think you.
2: it's more like the this, this the TV shows can feed off the movies but the movies can't feed off the TV shows
0: right so so we don't get Carol Danvers we instead get Trish Walker who is Hellcat
2: uh, I don't I'm kind of glad I think yeah. I, if I
0: I want to focus on Jessica Jones I don't want Captain Marvel out there somewhere oh you know, then you're I gonna feel steal like
2: show because that's the, like, yeah it's like
0: I, I feel like that's the person I'd rather be watching you know like l- listen I understand you're not gonna give me Supergirl but if you're gonna do that don't put Supergirl in the show with Jessica Jones, <laughs> so a anyway, good choice. Uh, as far as Trish's character went, um, I just felt I felt like she, I just wasn't a whole lot that she got to do. And what I mean by this, because she was oh, in the episodes a lot, but. You establish that she's, you know, training herself up. And, and granted, Hellcat trained a lot. In fact, she trained on the one of the moons of Saturn, I believe, and learned psionic powers. And I hope that doesn't happen in the next uh, Jessica Jones season. But
3: <laughs> <want>
0: <laughs> I just felt like, so she shows all that training. And then when, when it, like, Officer Simpson shows up, I really was kind of expecting her to, you know, do some damage on him. And I was upset that she didn't, and I, I don't know, it just kind of made me a little angry. And then she called out Kilgrave for no real good reason. I, it's I like oh the character, God. I just felt yeah. like like they just sort of let her. They just kind of used her to push the story around yeah. without actually delving into her character so much.
2: They used her to make stuff happen, and that was about it. Yeah,
0: she was she was the story driving mechanic. And Whenever you needed something to push the story, you'd have Trish walk in and push
3: the story. And that I think was why I hated this character so much, because um, she would she's she's a strong, I guess portrayed as a smart woman, but she does the dumbest stuff.
4: <laughs> okay, yeah, her calling you know. out Killgrave made absolutely no sense. Now, if it were still Miss mm-hmm. Marvel, that I would have bought because she yeah. she has the chops to maybe take out Killgrave But this chick doesn't. Like well, Greg well, said, well, a regular a regular no powers cop took her out. So I mean, right. let's be clear here. Like that, but that's the She
2: thought she thought she was good enough. You know, it was her hubris making her do that. And, yeah, I, all right, I can buy that. And, and even with the you know the, the
3: calling out Kilgrave. Killgrave, I think that she's mainly responsible for Simpson, um, the, the officer. Yeah. Um, because ultimately, you know, this, this guy break, comes into my apartment. You know, he's mind controlled. He tries to kill me. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm freaked out. I'm freaked out. And, I, you know, I've told him multiple times to leave me alone and he's still coming. Maybe get some other cops involved to take him away. Like, you know, say you can't really do this. That's harassment. Um, or something like that. You know, maybe it's, if I don't know, I just like, you know.
2: Yeah, and, yeah. and then yeah. Well,
0: here's the thing, though, and if we're being perfectly honest here, I have seen this trope play out the opposite way more than once, where it's the crazy girl outside the door, and the crazy girl, and finally the guy relents and sleeps with her, and then you're like, "What are you doing? Why did you sleep with her? She is psychotic." This is just the same thing flipped around, so um, I guess the thing that really made it weird was that he did try to kill her, and she does have the firm memory of him squeezing the life out of her neck, <laughs> and I would think that would be uh, a total mood kill. Your
3: survival <laughs> instincts are turned off, Patsy. All right, so, yeah, but... Uh, I don't, oh, great. It's, what, what, what? It's
1: not a hero talk if I don't make a horror connection, and, okay. and okay. Rachel Taylor was in Shudder, which I love.
0: She was in... Which one was Shudder?
1: It was with a camera. She was with the guy that was in uh Dawson No, let me finish. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: It was with what's his name from Dawson's Creek.
2: <laughs> James Vanderbeek.
1: Oh, that guy. No, the other one. Wow. What's his name?
2: Oh no, the Batman? other guy. That's the only guy I know. Joshua
0: Jackson. Yes. Joshua Jackson was on the short list to play Batman in Batman Begins. What? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. And Henry Cavill. That's a little and Ashton Kutcher. That's that's a little ah. something for you.
4: Yeah. Oh now that's a Batman oh, no. that I want to see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, has so, the, he has the chin for it. Yeah, just just remember all you people who are all like, oh no, not Ben Affleck. We almost had Ashton Kutcher. All right. You don't know
3: you don't know how bad it can be, Wow.
0: She was in Transformers. She was in... What was she in Transformers? She was, uh, she was an What's
3: analyst the in the first movie. Was, oh,
2: what, okay. So which accent's real?
3: She's actually Australian, I think.
2: Okay. <laughs> which accent's real? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember which she accents? had an Australian accent in uh, in Transformers. I'm like, yeah, she, so which yeah. one was she faking? <laughs>
0: No, she's uh, she is an Australian actress. Speaking of Australian actors, uh, we you like that? That's a segue, everybody. Uh, we got Ika Darville as as Malcolm Ducasse. I don't know. I think I screwed up both of those names, honestly. Uh, so Darville. we have a hero. Talk. He's
3: from uh, I mean, for for you Power Ranger fans, he was uh, Scott in uh, Power Rangers RPM.
0: Mm. Yeah, and for you, uh, he was also he was on uh, um, Spartacus. Really, he was yeah uh,
2: Spartacus. Probably different. I think it was
0: season four. Yeah, and he played yeah Patros. You said it. (laughs) You stole my thunder. I was getting there.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, that guy.
0: Yeah, so he gets around. Um, I. I, I, he did he, he did a great job playing this role, I want to say that. This was another character that I maybe could have lived without. Like, I just I just wasn't feeling this guy. I just, I mean, I, I get he, he's also helpful in pushing the story, and, I mean, I understand why Kilgrave would use him, because I didn't give him a second thought And it turns out he was the guy taking her picture, but it yeah. just would seem that if he's sitting around taking Jessica's picture all over the place and she knows him personally, wouldn't she notice this guy? Like, don't you want somebody she's never seen before, not some guy who specifically knows her?
3: Yeah. Well, keep in, Also, keep in mind that, like, it's when it comes to like mysteries like this, you want someone that you've already met in the show or movie to be the big reveal. Cause if it came out of nowhere, that it was just some person that she doesn't know, it doesn't hit as close to home for her. She, the point is that he's manipulating, uh, you know, facets of her life that, you know, maybe she doesn't want to be manipulated because she cares about this guy.
2: Well, so remember like a, you know, a, a drug addict, you know, people are, are very quick to like, ju- just like ignore them. You know, right. it's like, Silly dismissed. Yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, you and know, they think of it as like, oh, this person's totally harmless, so you know they don't think about them until you until you know you see evidence that they are in some way harming you.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Damn, uh, we're gonna have to start <laughs> going through this cast faster. We are we are getting <laughs> too bogged down. Uh, so we have Carrie Ann Moss as Jerry Hogarth. Uh, just one quick point: this is a character from the comic books, but in the comic books, uh, I believe the name is Jaron Hogarth, and it's a man.
2: Yeah, I looked that one up. Too. So that's fine.
0: Yeah. It I, I had no idea. I mean, it's, yeah, I, listen, I have no personal emotional connection to Jaron Hogarth, so the fact that it was Jerry Hogarth, I had to look that up, so I wouldn't have known, uh, just fine. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss is a fine actress. You do whatever you gotta do to get Carrie Ann Moss in your, in your show. Imagine <laughs> managed to get her in Mass Effect. She was in Mass
2: Effect? Yeah, yeah in
0: Aria. I
3: expect, what, which one was Aria? The, oh, Asa- the Asari who ran Omega. Oh, I am on fire tonight!
2: <laughs> wow, yeah, it's
3: man, it has
0: it has been a while. I was, I truly, <laughs> yeah. So Carrie Ann Moss did fine as Jerry Hogarth. Uh, she played this character as a slimy, sleazy lawyer who was willing. I, I believe that she was willing to make a deal with Kilgrave in order to get her ex-wife to sign the divorce papers. I believed she was that underhanded and sneaky, and uh, that's hard to do because that's something that's not an entirely believable thing on the surface. So congratulations, Carrie Ann Moss. Uh, I know you were waiting for hero talk to say you were a good actress. Uh, You are
1: (laughs) stamp of approval,
0: stamp of approval. You can go ahead and put that on your resume and invite me to any award shows you get invited to or anything. Yeah. All right. We don't we're not going to say what else she's been in because you know what else she's been in. She's been in everything. Just deal with it. Uh, Moving on, I I guess we've got to finally get to this guy. Uh, so so Kilgrave played by David Tennant. Okay. David Tennant's famous from some other TV show. I guess
1: <laughs> li- little known. Yeah.
0: It's some oh. niche show. <laughs> I think it, it's big in Britain. It's
1: been on for a couple seasons. Not well liked. Yeah, it's been around
3: it's been around a couple of years. I think he's like the third guy to play the role. I mean, and obviously he was not well liked cuz he's not on the show anymore.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, they be
1: replaced like really I think how they dumped him
0: after a season. They were like, "Oh, we got to get rid of this guy." <laughs> you are such a troll.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, the the, the mail I'm gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so Kilgrave. Now, in terms of playing a character that I'm supposed to hate, mission accomplished. Mm. Right. Uh, so I actually looked this up um, just now, as we were talking. Uh, the character Kilgrave was... His name was supposed to be Kevin Thompson. Hmm. So... Yeah, um, uh, better than Zebediah <laughs> Kilgrave, I gotta say.
4: From the Cornfield, uh, Iowa
0: comes our. Yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> wait, wait. In, in,
2: you're saying in the comics that was his real name? No, I'm saying in the show
0: his real name was supposed to be oh, Kevin yeah. Thompson.
2: Well, yeah, apparently, but, and that's why he came up with Kilgrave. Yeah, which I I, I like Kilgrave
0: better as the nickname rather than Purple Man. And I'm glad he didn't end up purple. Let me just put that out there right
4: yeah. now. I'm really glad he didn't end yeah, up. That would have been really hard to to take it all seriously. <laughs> I mean, I was. They, they, they
2: kind of. They threw a lot of purple in there. Like, they put him in purple suits,
4: lots of purple...
2: Yeah. He wore a his, lot of purple, yeah. His, his but... veins did turn purple when, like, he used his power
3: to the fullest of its extent. Oh, when, uh, yeah, uh, I was remember just, that. Like, trying to control Jessica, and, like, you can see the veins
2: in his neck turning purple. I like, thought that was
0: a neat effect, though. Cool. I, I thought that
2: was a yeah, yeah, really like, There was a time where he, subtle, yells, yeah. he yells out, stop, on the dock, mm-hmm. and his face, mm-hmm. yeah, like, all his veins just, just go dark. Yeah,
0: although, let me tell you, I could go the rest of my life without hearing David Tennant say the phrase, Jessica. Jessica. Oh. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop. I stop. stop! Just, just stop!
1: Just
2: But it got so—it like, so, was so creepy. But it was—it was so good.
1: Very chilling. It—it it, it was, yeah.
0: and and I just—I don't know. It was—it was very grating. I—I I did not like the character. No, they say that they were like, oh, we wanted to make him like like Wilson Fisk, Vinny D'Onofrio playing Wilson. I can say Vinny because we're good buddies. Vincent D'Onofrio playing Wilson Fisk and Daredevil, and that like we wanted to make him like a, a more. Rounded character, and you wanted to make you feel for him. Mm. But as we've said before, the problem there is that Wilson Fisk was essentially uh, an abused, higher functioning autistic who built something out of his life and Kilgrave tortured kids. Yep. And now, granted, you could maybe draw some like strings to be like, well, Wilson Fisk worked with the Russians, so. Well,
2: here's the thing Wilson Fisk, like, as twisted as they were still thought he had good intentions Kilgrave did very very bad things to a lot of people and just thought it was and just thought he he he
1: he deserved yeah and even when she made him do the right thing and save that family he he, was like a kid dragging his feet going to the dentist or something yeah
2: yeah
3: like no yeah exactly he didn't want to do that he wanted his own way um What's the and point? He, he was so used to mm-hmm. getting it for the majority of his life because of these hours
0: yeah i mean and how many times did we see him like put people's lives at risk just in case jessica jones didn't do what he wanted her to do it was anyway it was it was a little bit too much like
3: people uh, who were staring out the window and couldn't close their eyes
0: yeah couldn't blink or the when he said like oh, if i'm not back out. in 2 hours like cut your faces off or something yeah mm-hmm. Good
2: god yeah. yeah. I mean, now,
0: and, here, and here's something because this is how he's always kind of kept Jessica at Bay. He basically says like, if if you do anything to me, all these people are going to kill themselves. And then she, in the very end, she snaps his neck, I'm like, is she wondering about all those people? Are they going to kill themselves? Because if killing him breaks control, couldn't he have just done it? And then she, she could just do that,
3: right? Like it was a surprise.
2: Hmm. I, I think he, he thought it worked. Yeah, he, he, of, he wasn't he wasn't then, ready
3: for that. Yeah, right. And because so he didn't he didn't like program those people. He they were already killing themselves, and he said stop. And like you know, he thought that he had Jessica finally. Um, and so like when she got close enough, and you know, it was like, oh snap! I, I don't have time to say anything because the, the the amount of time it takes for me to give an order, she's already
2: snapped my neck.
4: Well, she couldn't even oh, have done that because she had an interesting choice of words. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, she,
2: like, well, she also had like her hand like crushing his windpipe. Pipe. There's no way he could have said anything mm. if he wanted to. Yeah, I
0: it just I it, it just felt to me. I, I mean, and maybe I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm overthinking this, and maybe he knew that she wanted him alive for
4: whatever reason. Maybe that's why he messed with hope. I don't know. Okay, I think so I think it, I'm he putting. Did have one of my favorite lines in the entire series. When he looks at her and says, "I once told someone to go screw themselves." But yes. think that went. I have
1: I have that line in my notes. I loved that. I mean, it was horrible, yeah. but you know. I mean, it, but
0: uh, here's the thing: that was in the in the, the string of lines where he's basically talking about how, like, I never know who's doing what. I tell them to do who not. Like, yeah, but you knew you were telling those kids to get in the closet, Right. and you knew you were telling that guy to go walk off a roof, yeah, and did. you knew you told your mother yeah. to stab herself. Oh yeah, purpose, he absolutely really, like like, he, he,
4: he, he, like that's just messed up, man. You don't. Mess as kids, mm-hmm. no.
0: That as soon as that happened, I'm like, I'm not going to be sympathetic of this character. Anything that happens to him, I'm okay with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, I don't like, understand you- where the series goes from, from here yeah well I think what they
0: they end the series with a place where it's opened up where like now people know about her and so I think you kind of show her now all of a sudden like getting swarmed with all these people who want her to help them and
1: yeah but I feel like it'll be a lot m- more flat without him it was so riveting that dynamic of the two of them you,
0: you're you are I think you're a little drawn to Kilgrave uh, yeah. here Yeah, well, <laughs> it's,
1: it's, listen, it's no, a little
0: scary listen, I told you guys
1: that I'm a fangirl, but putting that aside you gotta admit that that was a very very compelling part and what drove the whole season. And a lot of her is in reaction to him and everything that he's done to her. So now, is it just like. Wake up in the morning and have some whiskey. Go like find a cheating husband and then go home and drink some whiskey and. Well, they, were, they left that dangling. Cage and um, be done with it, like wh-
0: where? was that thing called IGH? That dangling IGH storyline in terms of like, oh, yeah. who was this company? The company that was making Nuke. By the way, this is I had to look this up too. I'm not that that into it. So, author Simpson, Will Simpson. He's he's in the comic books as Nuke. Oh, I didn't know that. And he's like, yeah, I I had to look it up. He's got, like, some super cybernetic implants. Uh, In the comics, he's got a big old American flag tattooed on his face.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, I did look him up. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I don't know if he e- takes a, like they show him the picture on Wikipedia shows him taking a big old pill. So, so kind of, sure he
1: could end up being a big?
0: So he, I think him and that whole IGH could end up being a big thing. I believe he's coming back, and I hope if we see him again, I I hope he has the American flag tattooed on his face.
2: Why not? That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that would definitely be uh, a big focus of season two. You know, because I think it's it's probably safe to say that um, you know it's the same. I mean, we we already know it's the same stuff that gave Jessica her powers. It's safe. It's probably safe to say it's the same group that experimented on Luke Cage. And I'm I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think this is. I think this company's chemicals is what's bl- is what blinded Matt Murdock. Oh. Huh.
1: Oh. Oh he just he just, he just mic dropped. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
3: was pretty interesting.
0: So the only thing left Very on the table in it is how is this company factor into giving Iron Fist his fists? I don't think they're supposed to. No, come on! He's the last one left. You got to get him in this too. Is with, with, with
2: his connection was to Daredevil with, with, uh, with the with the Iron Serpent or Steel Serpent. Huh. Um, so all right, no the, the, the I don't thing think is everything
3: is, has to be connected to this company. I everything mean, has to be connected, Vernon. No,
2: Doctor <laughs> Strange is, is we, not
3: allowed here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Look, if Doctor right.
3: Strange is, is getting his mystical powers from somewhere, and it better not be some kind of scientific explanation. But you know, Iron Fist could do the you know do his origins like he did in the uh, in the He's comics, and, and I, I, I
4: sitting I'm sitting in the, the theater. Sp- That's like, not how magic works. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I am All seeing right. this American flag tattooed across his face. It's hilarious.
4: I want
0: somebody to Photoshop that now. Yeah, I, I want to see it happen. All right, uh, anyone else in the cast? We do need to make mention for Rosario Dawson, is back as Clear Temple. Once that. again, should be Night Nurse, but I'll take it. <laughs> Uh, I
2: think, I think, I think she did
0: characters. Yeah. I just would rather she just be night nurse, but that's, that's just me. Um, I also don't see how night nurse is going to factor into in the movies, which is why they don't let her play night nurse, but all right, whatever. is that, this isn't a big thing. It's nice to see her back. I like Rosario Dawson. I like yeah. it when she's in this brings to mind one scene though, that I really, I think I need to throw the flag on is I would prefer to think that Luke Cage could take a shotgun to the face and not almost die. Well, have you ever
3: taken a shotgun <laughs> to the face? Well, I don't have
0: unbreakable skin, but he's
2: supposed to be super powered. I mean, this is a guy who, who's—he should be able to take it. Well, like unbreakable yeah. skin, but like those what like the the shock of the blast did to his brain. That's a good point. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's I mean, right, he I, had to I,
2: drain blood from
3: from his from his brain. Maybe that did something.
0: Well, I get it. I mean, I understand that the, the way they were trying to play this off is that he—it was like a ridiculous superhuman punch. The face, and did a lot of stuff to to his brain. I'm just saying, in the comic books, I've seen him take worse than that, and
4: <laughs> and shake it off. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, he's mm-hmm. been
4: hit with a tank, literally a tank, and been wow. fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, All right. so I just, I, I, it, I, just felt like okay. So we've we've nerfed Power Man a little.
4: Well,
3: bit. real, well, if we're if we're talking about realism and stuff like that, I mean, imagine like you know, it, it, you know, some type of like soft vegetable in a tin can. Like he has unbreakable skin, but his organs aren't
1: completely unbreakable. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Like you know, I, I don't know. I maybe think maybe every just...
1: superhero has some weakness that we're weak can worry about them you know like it, yeah, if you're you a superhero it. that you liked and loved and you know rooted for if they could never be remotely hurt it's like in daredevil whenever he's really messed up i want to cry <laughs> like oh, you care about
2: that so yeah. yeah there was a point <laughs> you know, where really like,
1: caring about them so eventually they kind of do have to show weakness
0: yeah. yeah after jessica got hit by that truck and she was basically like completely messed up like I, I actually kind of felt like I was a little more on board. It felt at that point when your powers weren't as overused. I'm like, why? She has a reason. She's basically like gelatin on the inside right now, you know. Like, yeah. well, she, and, and it also it made me not as mad that Simpson was able to kind of face her head to head one on one and get the better of her because at first I was like, no way. And then I remember, oh wait, no,
2: she's she's basically just got gravel for a rib cage right now. So yeah, I could buy that. Well, and let's also remember she does she does not have unbreakable skin. You know, like she got cut up quite a bit. She yeah. got shot. Yeah,
0: through. I think she's a little bit more invulnerable in the comic books, but I think you have to make her a little bit more vulnerable I, I, now. Otherwise, how am I supposed to relate to this character? I, I, I that think, being said, I love Supergirl. so
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I, th- I think she can heal quickly, but that's about it. Yeah. All right, so there's a couple of story points I guess we need to talk about, because we have just finished the cast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Holy cow. hour in.
0: (laughs) Holy cow. Um, So, you know what, this is kind of a point that I kind of wish they'd gotten back to, but remember that really creepy scene right at the beginning where she finds the guy that was driving the ambulance that picked up Kilgrave, and it turns out Kilgrave made him give both his kidneys? Oh, my God. Like, yeah, that was, that was incredibly creepy. That that was messed up. And the guy writes, kill me. And she just leaves him. Like, Oh, I know it's awful, but I kind of want her to visit him again and find out what's still going on with that guy. You
4: you want, you want to hear like, maybe like, you know, somehow he got something and made him better or something. Like, give this guy a happy ending for God's sake.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm okay with IGH coming in and basically saying like, "Oh, so you lost your kidneys? Take the blue pill." Well, especially since <laughs> like,
2: wait, oh wait, no, it, it was that professor that was that was.
0: Yeah, it was. Funky. There was a doc. He was a professor, but it was the doctor who who donated the uh, the kidney machine. I think probably because he felt bad about okay, yeah, taking the dude's do- so kidneys.
2: What happened to
0: him? Nothing. Nothing. It, it basically, okay. he he agreed he was gonna he was gonna testify, and then Jerry said. No, I don't care. Mm. And then he was completely oh, yeah. dropped. In my notes all I have written here is
4: Dr. question mark.
2: <laughs> so let's see what happened. What happened
4: to the doctor? No. Yeah. I, so now just... the series has two Doctor Who's.
2: <laughs> 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 oh.
4: oh. See, okay.
0: Bravo. And another thing, this this kept popping up in the story all the time. And now I get the Hope Schlotman thing. Now, that was pretty messed up, like when Hope shot her parents at the end of the pilot oh, yeah. episode.
3: And she gives, like, that,
2: she gives her that smile. Yeah, that
3: That's was messed up. I'm like, I was like, wow, we've uh, we've taken it to a new level of dark, haven't we? And I think that was the that was the hook right there to keep to keep you watching, right? Oh
1: yeah, got yeah.
0: me. I mean, that that had to be the hook to keep you watching, uh, which I, I think even is a little better than Daredevil. Daredevil didn't really stick that hook until the end of of episode two. But anyway, neither here nor there. I. The the whole idea of, like, then freeing hope, it it ended up becoming such a driving factor that there were so many times when Jessica could have just taken Kilgrave and killed him and just been done with it, and she didn't. And when you think about it, like the the first time they capture Kilgrave in that first failed attempt, that was episode five. you, I, you know, they're trying to make it as a tense moment. Like we're finally going to get Kilgrave, and I'm looking and I'm like you have eight more episodes to go. <laughs> yeah,
4: no way. This isn't
0: going to work out for you. <laughs> yeah. You guys should have looked at the at the queue of your episodes and read the synopsis first before you tried this because that's not going to work.
1: <laughs> it's so true.
0: Yeah, it it just it felt it it's it felt a little bit forced. And also, I I would like to think that Jessica Jones could take five guys with stun batons. Honestly,
3: I just mean between the three of them, there were like there were a bunch of guys um with those stun batons and everything like that, but between the three of them, I think you're right. I think yeah, they should have been more than a match for those for those big bodyguards.
0: I'm just saying Supergirl wouldn't have had a person. Oh my god.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Supergirl would have had no issues and um, that's is what I'm just saying in fact, Kilgrave's powers probably wouldn't have worked on Supergirl and if you watched Supergirl, you'd know why I said that I, I need to watch will that now. get around to watching yeah, it I haven't gotten to well, that why yet don't,
2: why aren't you guys watching Supergirl? The Flash is have... going to be on Supergirl, you know that, right? <laughs> yes, I saw that I have so much to catch up on first priority was getting through this yeah.
0: Because this All was right. just hard to watch. <laughs> this, this, I, There were parts that were hard to watch. Yeah. those The neighbors, we mentioned them, and yeah. I'm not going to say you played them because I already closed that page. But <laughs> the, oh, they, they, any scene involving the sister was just grating.
2: Yes.
0: And I get the character was supposed to be grating, but it was grading to the point where I almost wanted to stop watching because I just couldn't handle her.
2: She's just an unbearable person.
1: Oh, God, yeah.
0: With a really weird, weird relationship with her brother that I think yeah. I could have lived without.
1: Were we supposed to end up caring about them? I'm a little confused on that because she. it would be one thing if she was a neighbor in an episode or two, but she infiltrated like a disease, and she was there more and more. She would show up to these meetings about Kilgrave, and she would be, call them weird things. Like trendy guy, I just want to slap her.
0: Yeah, uh, she was she annoying, was so and she annoying. also she instigated that whole "let's go get Jessica Jones" thing. Yeah. and yeah. then she's like, "Oh, he's got a captive," They're and like, pitchfork. "Oh no,
1: uh-huh.
0: oh no, no."
1: <laughs> God,
0: you're looking like, oh, this, is, this was almost wrapped up, you idiot.
1: I'm so glad it's not just me.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah I, this show could
2: have been a little bit shorter without them. Like, yeah,
0: I, I, they felt like filler, honestly.
2: I, I felt like the, 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 the brother was weird, but endearing. The sister never got that way. Like, I never liked her.
0: I would say the very end of the series, she maybe got a little bit more human.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I, I still don't but, think she deserved that little, like, touching moment at the end with Malcolm. I, I, she deserved that moment. I'm not going to take that <laughs> away from her. I'm not an I, evil person. I think uh, the
1: first... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I
2: was, uh, just, the character was just plain. Unbearable for me. Every time she opened her mouth, I wanted her to just shut up and go away.
1: Mm-hmm. I <laughs> yeah, think that's well, one of the biggest things for me when I first started watching Daredevil after Jessica Jones is it struck me how much I loved Karen and Foggy, and I cared about all these other people around him. So I I will don't no spoilers, please. I know it's hero talk. Wait, what do you if, mean no spoilers? No. <laughs> Have mercy on me, you guys. <laughs> oh, she <laughs> if hasn't finished happens, Daredevil. No, oh, no, I okay, think in the future, if, if Foggy or Karen or anything ever is supposed to happen to them, I don't know if you guys know, please don't tell me, it will destroy me. When I was watching <laughs> Jessica Jones, you know, I was thinking back, like, okay, I care so much about these people around him, but then thinking back to Jessica Jones, I don't care about anyone else. Like, even Trish, like, okay, she's kind of cool, but if she died, I really wouldn't care.
2: Even Malcolm started to get a little whiny at times.
1: yeah. Well, these people
0: were
2: doing some terrible things. I mean, they were... I mean, I get what you're saying with Trish. As much as
0: I like Trish, uh, I I have no personal emotional attachment to Trish. Mm -hmm. So if Trish had to be killed to move the story, I would probably come to accept that a lot more than if Foggy was killed to push the story or if uh, Karen was, was killed to push the story. Um no spoilers for your sake.
1: <laughs> and that's the thing. Although, to be honest,
0: we're <laughs> being perfectly honest. Uh, they they killed. Uh, they they killed. Um, oh, Ben, help me out. Some oh. Ben Yurick. Oh, ben Yurick never dies in the books. Yeah, so I, yeah, they, I was so bummed out by that, especially because he, that actor did such a great
2: job.
1: So good.
0: Yeah, I mean, so if they kill Ben Urich, you know that, that, that nobody is actually safe and that's that true. anybody could die. Uh, speaking of Ben Urich being killed, uh, Jessica Jones's Ben Urich was Clemens, uh, the police uh. officer. The second the man said, I'm two years from retirement, I knew
3: he was
4: going to die. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that phrase right there. That's
2: like
3: dirty, hairy levels of, like, cliche right there. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm two, I'm two
0: years from retirement. Like, walk away, Clemens. Just don't don't get involved. Run and The only
2: one man. who is immune from that is Roger Murtaugh. That's
0: true. Roger Murtaugh got to retire. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, Clemens... Poor guy, I, I saw it coming. I'm like, oh no, no, Jessica, leave this poor guy alone. It's the classic. N- not to say old th- for this shit. Yeah, it was. I just felt like he was. He was almost like the. Um, he played the Yurik role in terms of he's the person who you know you thought was was going to get more involved and you thought was going to be around and then all of a sudden just dies very unexpectedly in an episode. And and so although I wasn't nearly as as connected with Clemens as I was to Yurik, so it didn't last. I mean, especially because they brought. Yurik, I didn't think was going to die. Yurik's a major character. Whereas Clemens said, I have two years to retirement, and by then I'd already made my peace with it, so...
4: <laughs> yeah, so is I, knew he was head. I knew he was gone. <laughs> Yurik, on the other hand, yeah. right up until we saw Kingpin in his house, I thought maybe he was fine. It was like, oh, that's unfortunate. That's not going to end well.
2: There was even a time when I thought, maybe Kingpin's just going to walk out of here. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, I thought that too. I was hoping, right. and then he left on him, I'm like, oh no.
0: Yeah, ev- everybody basically thought York was safe, whereas nobody thought Clemens was safe. Not a soul. No. The man said, I'm two years away from retirement. We all, everybody <laughs> knew.
1: It's like a movie when you out. say, I'll be right back.
0: Yeah. or everything's gonna be fine <laughs> all right so be, before before we, we we wrap this up there's there's this really intense scene that we have to talk about at that the restaurant where Kilgrave has hope and he's trying to like exchange her for for his father and he's got all the people in nooses and stuff and it's almost this point where I mean hope is finally out right yep. like why do, Why wouldn't Jessica just try to kill the guy right then and there?
1: I wondered that, too. It's like the thing about,
3: um, you know, the, the conversation that she has with Trish about, like, using him, using his powers for good and stuff like that, yeah. even if it's, you know, even if he's, like, such a terrible person. Like, you know, taking that risk to save people, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, that kind of thing. Um, these people are expendable the kill needs to be stopped, like, right now. So I can definitely see that, you know, you know, Hope being out and yeah. just, like, just kill him now. Like, you, you don't have to... And then you can, you know, try to save the people later, but... Yeah, jump on him. He's right there.
0: Yeah, I mean, given given the fact that Jessica has so much more experience with Kilgrave, I felt like Hope had a better appreciation for what he was capable of and what was necessary to stop him. Yeah. I mean, she straight up stabbed herself in the neck, so it's like, if I die, maybe you'll finally stop this guy.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, that did, that did seem, like, really far-fetched and a little...
0: I, but well, I mean, given all the stuff that, that Hope had been through, I, I felt like, it, it felt a little more, more natural to me, especially when she, I could see sort of that level of, he was right here, he had me again, and you let him walk away, I, and you're using me as the reason not to. I could just see her as just being, I have nothing left. Mm. Maybe at least if I die, that can push her to finally kill the guy. Yeah, yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah, so I, that one, it didn't actually, I, it didn't seem as off for me, but I, didn't, I just felt like there were so many opportunities and that was, that was the one where it's like, you, there's nothing left. Hope's out. Your, your thing that you've been trying to do, that's done. Just kill him. Ah, just do it now. Hope is dead.
2: <laughs> yeah, like I said, it, it got a little
0: ham fisted. Just a small in, in, bit on the nose there. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't subtle, but it does the listen, the it's it's a superhero TV show. Subtlety's not necessarily one of the things that gets woven in. Uh Daredevil got a little ham fisted at times too, so I I uh, how many how many Justice
2: is blind references could we work into Daredevil? Honestly. <laughs> So one thing I would like to see, you know, I, I, I guess if we're if we're not going to go with subtlety, like next, like next season when when uh, Jessica's using her powers, like let's not do like camera cuts and things like that to to like to do, to hide it, you know. I want to see it fully on screen. I want to see her make those leaps. Yeah i
0: i want I want her to be more more like Supergirl.
1: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I want her to be more like Daredevil.
4: <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm sorry. I, it's not fair to Jessica Jones. They the, had no idea Supergirl was going to be this awesome when they released it.
4: This
3: is the Jessica Jones, a.k.a. Supergirl podcast. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Can you even imagine what the Supergirl hero talk is going to be like?
1: I want to be in that. Gonna it's find just
3: going to be me talking about how awesome this <laughs> is. I need to. I need to catch up with that because I'd like to be a part of that, too.
0: No, I, no, I got my nitpicks on that show, too. I, but, I mean, we've been tearing apart Jessica Jones, and this is a show I actually quite yeah, like. Yeah, we're all
1: saying, "Oh, we really like it." It's just,
0: it's I really fun. love this show. Now, for the next hour, <laughs> let me tear it to
2: pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I told you.
0: Tell you about all these better shows that are out there. Nothing
3: <laughs> without this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Um. Does anybody have anything else they want to talk about for Jessica Jones before we uh we start hitting some of those the regulars and closing this one out? No. 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 Nah. no. All right. I think I think, really. I think we've talked it death. All right. So now is the time on Hero Talk where we say what our favorite part of Jessica Jones was. You got a whole series to choose from, so you can mention one. If you got an honorable mention, you can throw that out there. A couple of scenes. That's fine. And we will start. Uh. I'm actually Brian. You. I think you've seen it the most most recent out of all of us. So I'm going to start with you.
2: What was your favorite part of Jessica Jones? Well, I haven't gotten all the way through it a second time. (laughs) Um, All right. But um, I think my favorite part was that, uh, that little scene where like after uh, Jessica and Luke have, uh, have revealed to, to themselves like what, like like their powers and they're just sitting there talking. Like it was one of the few parts in the show where Jessica gave like a really genuine smile. She like, she was really happy. I don't know, it was kind of nice to yeah. see that. Mm-hmm.
0: Now that you mention it, she was generally pretty unhappy the entire series. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine a traumatic experience in PTSD will do that to you.
2: So I'm, I guess. And, and let's and let's. She's let's probably not, not supposed guilt. to be. Happy. Let's not forget all the guilt. Yeah,
0: and mm-hmm. the guilt about everything. But she felt
2: yeah. so comfortable with him that you know she she was she was like genuinely smiling through that scene. Yeah. Now imagine
0: how much better that scene would have been if Isaiah just stopping. <laughs> <was laughs> like,
3: oh my God, he's so <laughs> charming.
0: <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, I was just thinking about Isaiah Mustafa playing. Oh, <laughs> I heard Gibson say he wanted
2: to do it once.
0: Oh, hell no. No. oh no, no, Gibson. No, no, no. If it's not to be Isaiah Mustafa, then at least make it the other Old Spice guy and have it be Terry Crews. <laughs> I don't know, Terry Crews. I can't take
3: seriously, especially that. Right. Like, I I'd couch. expect him to just be shouting about Old Spice bodies or something. <laughs>
0: I've, I love Terry Crews. I'm sorry. I don't know how this guy isn't a bigger star because he's great. And have
2: you, have I, you watched Brooklyn Nine Nine? I have watched Brooklyn Nine. Oh my god, he's, he's hilarious on that show.
0: He, he is. If, if if you want to look something up, the funniest thing that ever existed on the internet, I found it. And Terry Crews did a, a lip sync battle uh, doing Vanessa Carlton's "A Thousand Miles."
2: Oh. And, and... <laughs>
1: It's, so it's the good. greatest
0: thing that has ever existed in the history of man. If we want to beam something to the aliens someday, <laughs> this has to be it.
1: This is what we got.
0: This is what we send them. Be like, no, check out what we did. <laughs> we win. We win the universe, everybody. <laughs> All right, uh, Vernon, since, uh, since you're actually right next to Brian on my Skype window, I'll go with you. What was your favorite part?
3: Um, I believe it's when Jessica is staying in her old house with Kilgrave, and I guess the neighbor lady comes over and they start. I, I can't remember what she says, but Kilgrave just smacks her down. And she's like, eh, that was a really shitty thing to say. How would you feel if, if someone if someone said that to you?
0: And yeah, like, she was all like, oh, I, I feel so bad. I had such a bad feeling about that day. I should have warned you. And that really haunts me. And he's like, did you really have a bad feeling about that day? She's like,
1: right.
0: no, no, I just <laughs> wanted to feel important.
1: I love that.
3: Oh, yeah. That, that was yeah, the I,
1: part.
0: That was that was very close to being one of my favorite parts. If nobody mentioned it, I was going to at least bring it up as a as a really as much as I don't like Kilgrave, and again, don't like Kilgrave, but man, I know people like that who just are like, Oh, I had such a feeling about that. Like, no, you didn't. Just just stop.
2: <laughs> so it's
0: kinda nice to have somebody who just be like who can say like, did you really? and have them say no.
1: <laughs>
0: Alright, but that's that's a good favorite scene. Uh, Jen, what was your favorite part?
1: I'll be honest, it took me a lot of time to pick one. And I I guess that maybe says a lot that nothing really stood out to me that much. But one thing that I really liked was in the beginning of the season, you didn't really see Kilgrave. You would see certain body parts. You'd see his feet or whatever. There were little shots, but you didn't like see him full on talking. I thought you see his feet. Well, you know what I mean? Like certain camera angles where it wasn't full on him just acting on camera. They were kind of vague, or you would just hear his voice off camera.
2: Yeah, like well, it took forever to liked... show us his face. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah.
1: yeah, exactly. So I kind of liked that they did that because it, it drew it out, and then once I did see him, I, I felt a little bit more riveted that I could finally actually see him acting. But I think as far as just that one specific scene really sticking out to me, I wouldn't say I enjoyed watching it, but that scene in the police station, it was so intense where all these cops just have guns to each other. It's so quiet. Mm-hmm. It's so intense. I was just on the edge of my seat, literally, like, just, oh, my God, what's about to happen? Mm-hmm. It was just so intense. So
0: I was on the impression that was just a funny practical joke. Was that, <laughs> was that
2: not? <laughs>
1: Just kidding. No, yeah, I okay. really, I really like that scene just because of how intense it was and how chilling the whole, you know, yeah. the whole thing was.
0: The scene also featured uh, Royce Johnson reprising his role as Brett Mahoney from Daredevil. I was about
2: to say, did did anyone else notice that? <laughs> well, yes, yeah, no, I, I did. watched it first. I, I missed it.
0: Yeah, I, I did. When he was when I saw Mahoney, I'm like, that's him. That's Brett Mahoney. Yeah. He's his mom likes cigars. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Goose, what what was your favorite part?
4: Honestly, if I had to pick a favorite part, and this is, the show had a lot of moments that were really good, but honestly, the one that stuck out to me the most was the scene where Jessica was talking with the guy who had lost both his kidneys. Not because it was like, oh, it's fun to watch, but that was the first (laughs) time I was legitimately creeped out by the character Kill Bane. Otherwise, or Killgrave, the hell was I saying? Anyway, <laughs> Who's up until, up until <laughs> the then... between Kilgrave and Bane. Yeah, up until oh, then, had, he I had want. done some things that were messed up up till then. But this was the part where Roy was like, okay, yeah, there is literally no way to redeem this character. Well, especially when like he could have taken... they tried have... later, but that's a whole other issue. Yeah.
0: Yeah, All right. right. He could have just taken one kidney yeah. and been okay. Yeah. But he wanted both kidneys. He
4: wanted to be whole. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Even look, I would really like to talk to a doctor to see if that works that way, that you can just take kidneys even if you're not, like, a suitable donor and not take any medication for it and you're just okay for a couple of years. Like,
3: Oh, they said that he was dying. Like, those kidneys would not last. That's, yeah, they straight
0: up said true. they wouldn't last. But I'm like, yeah, so But how long can get. you go without like that, you know?
2: It, well, what the, And the doctor even said, like, he's going to have to do it to someone else. Like, you know, maybe he didn't know. Like, he was probably thinking, I'll figure that out when it comes around.
0: Yeah, I just—it just occurs to me that like I don't actually think you—if you reject the the transplant, then you just straight up reject it. It's not like a—I don't think you have a couple of years. I think you you you, you have Maybe a couple you just of days. Shouted
4: stop at them. <laughs>
0: He told the kidneys that they would function, and I just, I don't know if medically that was accurate at all, and I have, I have no idea. All right, so it's now time for my favorite part, and I, I had a hard time thinking of my favorite part, too. Uh, one of my honorable mentions would be when Trish took the red pill and then had that big old fight with with Nuke, uh, Officer Simpson, uh, because it's kind of nice to see Trish, you know, at, at, it was nice to see the payoff from the fact that, you know, he had beaten her the last time, and now she beat him. <laughs> And, you know, then almost died, but everyone thinks she's just some kind of, like, weird reality star.
2: <laughs> um,
0: what, what I will say, though, and this is kind of what disqualified the scene, is when Jessica, like, is supposed to have, like, pulled down the refrigerator on top of Simpson. I've, I've watched this scene at least a dozen times, That the pulling of the refrigerator. She pulls down the refrigerator. The counter stops it. I don't think it ever makes contact with Simpson. I've, I've watched the scene... <laughs> It stops before it reaches him, and I'm supposed to believe like, oh, I I threw a refrigerator at him, like, no, you just... Kind of ripped a refrigerator out of your wall and leaned it up against the counter. Is really the effectively what you did. It didn't. I don't think it actually made contact with him I at all. Watch I, that again. And I, I tried. I looked and like, well, maybe because he's kind of sitting up. So when she does it, it, it hits him in the head. No, he's on the ground and she pulls it and it hits the counter and it doesn't touch <laughs> him at all.
3: Maybe maybe the door opened and hit him really hard.
0: <laughs> maybe. I, don't know. I, I. He was just trying I, to scare him with it. Yeah so you see what I did to that and that was just an innocent refrigerator
2: <laughs> I need to watch that part again
0: I'm telling you, I, I I spent a long time on it. So then I, I have to go do what my actual favorite part was. And given that I hated Kilgrave so much, I was very satisfied when she finally just broke his neck. <laughs> so when they finally break his neck, I'm like, finally! All the chances you had to do this up until now. I mean, like since episode five, you could have done this. You finally just killed the guy and got it over with. Like this was this was a rabid dog that had to be put down. And so I was just I was finally just satisfied that we were done with it.
2: Yeah. I think, uh, oh, like, like Hope said, like, she was keeping him alive. And it really wasn't like, it wasn't out of any kind of mercy or, you know, like, to make her feel good. It was, she needed to get his confession, proof of his yeah. abilities, um, so that she could uh, exonerate Hope. But, yeah. and, and I think that's why Hope killed herself. It was like, okay, yeah, now you don't have to worry about me. What
0: I think is kind of odd that, like, th- this is the Marvel Universe. And so we are living in a day and age where you have to convince people that somebody has abilities.
2: Well, with something as innocuous as mind control, I think you, you do need the proof there because he can just tell you you don't believe them and then they won't. Like, they will, oh, guess, they will they yeah. remember it as, you know, I didn't believe them, just like those cops in that in that, yeah. in that station were like, no, no, that was just a practical joke.
0: That was a really weird plan Jessica had, that if she got herself arrested, then Kilgrave would have to be on camera, because it made it pretty clear that Kilgrave didn't actually have to be on camera, because he figured you would have walked in there and said, like, all right, now you erase all of the footage. Yeah, well, she didn't it's think like, wow. that. He really tore up out that little plan of yours. Mm. Um, yeah, I just... The, the whole idea of trying to keep him alive constantly to do that. And I know there's another scene I just wanted to, to briefly mention that I kind of liked. It was the scene. Remember when the, like the the lady tried to like set up Jessica with a trap because she lost, I think, her parents oh my
2: God. That, in, uh, that, in the
0: Avengers? Anyway, when Jessica like flips out and just starts ripping stuff around, and they're all scared. and like, yeah, how, how do you like that? <laughs> so that was fun. And I
2: guess the dude who like, yelled at her at the very beginning of the series and she tossed through the window. That one was straight out of the comics. Like, Did that happen in the comics? Like, it, like it was, it, it was pretty much exactly how how the uh, how the how her her comic series started. Like, it, it wasn't like his wife cheating on him. It was more like he thought she was cheating on him, but turned out she was a mutant, and that actually pissed him off more. Um, so you know he gets angry, and of course Jessica throws him through the window. Yep.
0: Oh, anyway, it was a, it was a good intro to the series. Yeah. It is better than anything else, honestly. Uh, given that I, I knew nothing about the character, it, it kind of got me
2: on board with what was going on. Yeah, uh, it did really good of like setting her up as like I'm not taking any I'm not taking anything from anyone. Yeah, Can I
3: just to did- say really quickly, I don't think it works to tie it into the bigger universe.
2: Um, what do
3: you just you know to have it be like? I, I guess I'm am It's nice to 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 have references to the big green guy and the incident. But I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it just doesn't fit. Like, if you're not going to say, you know, aliens attack New York, I mean, that was actually the whole reason that, you know, that uh, that uh, Wilson Fisk was doing what he was doing was because that, you know, Brooklyn was pretty much leveled by this attack. Um, not Brooklyn, Hell's case. I'm sorry, Hell's case. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> excuse me. So uh, in that, uh, you know, that was the point of what he was doing was taking over by rebuilding everything in his, you know, in, in the way that he felt things should be. Um, but uh, just the overall, like, the, 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 the cheap not mentioning but not really mentioning of the events in the films – um, when in the films, they straight up say, I think our first plan should be calling the Avengers. Like, we, you know, we can't, we can't just not mention them and then, you know, kind of have our cake and eat it too when, you know, it's like light references here and there, but not really mentioning them, especially because they're going to be in Infinity War.
0: Are they going to be an in Infinity War?
3: The
2: Defenders are, yeah, or at least that's my understanding. I, yeah, oh. I think it's been hinted, but I don't think anyone's confirmed it yet. Hmm. Like, well, here's the thing about the Defenders: they're 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 concerned with Hell's Kitchen, and and I think they they probably have this mentality of like, this is our town, we're going to defend it. They're not going to waste time and call the Avengers on something they feel like they can handle. Yeah.
0: Right. I would think once you get four Defenders together, can't you kind of expand a little bit out of that one little district? Uh, like, can you maybe take all of Manhattan at that stage? That's just me. I don't know. This I kind of feel like stage. they
2: should, like, the, the Defenders' first big thing should probably be, like, the hand or something like that. I agree. What's what's that for those of us who have no idea? <laughs>
1: That so it's
2: just me. What, what, what's the what's the DC? It, it, it's kind of like the Marvel version of the League of Shadows, except oh, more magic. Okay.
0: Yeah, the hand is related very closely to Iron Fist mm-hmm. and, and Daredevil. The hand was uh, remember the uh, oh uh, uh, Nobu. Nobu. Nobu Nobu. Thank Nobu, you. I was yeah. about to say Naboo, and I'm like, no, that's <laughs> the
2: plan. <of> <laughs>
0: Uh, Nobu from Daredevil. He was a hand ninja.
4: Yeah, I really okay. do you think that the Defenders is going to be a lot about the war that Stick mentioned between the hand yeah. and the other side? Yeah, I'm okay with yeah, I'm okay that. I okay forget what that side was called, but yeah. yeah I, f- I, mean, I, mean, I forget what the other side was called.
0: Yeah. Well, now that I
4: have a Chase,
2: that was it, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so now, now that we've met, like, three quarters of the Defenders, I actually, the first thing I thought to myself is, I don't know how Daredevil and Jessica Jones are supposed to get along, because those are two people who, like, Luke Cage generally seems like a nice guy. Right. And uh, he's good friends with Iron Fist, so he's, in the comics anyway, I'm assuming they're going to have to work that in. Cage has to be an Iron Fist comic, or a Iron Fist mm. series. He has oh, to. Oh, yeah, he has so to be. Up, they're so close in the comic books, so.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if in Luke Cage, um, in in his series, you know, at one point he's like, hey, I'm going to go visit my friend Danny Rand. I think he should, because
0: <laughs> yeah. they're they're so close in the comic books, you have to sort of keep them together. <laughs> so then it really just turns out like, so Daredevil's got to get along with these other guys. I'm like, I don't know. Jessica Jones does not seem like she would like Daredevil at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: But I am interested in seeing her argue with Foggy, though. I think that would be funny. Did, did,
1: did she <laughs> yeah. interact with Daredevil much in her comics yet?
0: She interacts with. Seriously, she interacts with everybody so in the comics. How
1: was their interaction? Do you know?
0: I have no idea. I, like help. I said, every, they may take everything that. I learned from, from Wikipedia. But <laughs> I mean, she she knew Peter Parker before he was Spider Man. She oh. was she knew the Avengers. She was good friends with uh, Carol Danvers, uh, Captain Marvel. She, I mean, she's she's been around. She knows just about everybody. I think Daredevil defended her one time. Uh, she was on trial for something or other, and Daredevil was her attorney. Oh,
1: I mean, I would think they would at least fundamentally get along well. So ultimately, they're both that, people, yeah. and they both want yeah, She was I mean, She was generally you know?
0: pretty angry about the whole ordeal, and and Matt Murdock was pretty laid back about it, if I'm remembering. I have read, like, three panels of this comic book, so don't hold me to that, what I just said. I might be just making stuff up. I don't know. <laughs> Oh. yeah it uh but they they did they have met in the comic books, yeah right she doesn't seem like she'd want to join the defenders honestly, I could see Daredevil finally joining up Luke Cage I could see uh I think Iron Fist is gonna do whatever Luke Cage wants to do oh. if Jessica Jones is like how are you supposed to i don't I don't see them convincing her to join the defenders?
2: I think she just wants to be left alone do her own thing. But yeah, I can see Luke saying like, "Look, we really need like your strength and whatnot." You know, can, well, like there's, there's a war a happening. Like, well, that's threat. nice. How does that affect me?
1: If there's a large enough threat, she may come around to see you know the reason behind banding together instead of just trying to go it alone. I, I can see her.
2: I can I'm see sure. her doing it because Luke Cage asked her to. <laughs> that's it.
1: Yeah. My thought is
4: maybe the hand. These are going to target Luke Cage, or who's going to target her, and that's what brings them all together. Is my thought? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Something like that. I that, think.
4: That's fine. So one
0: final note before we score this thing is, doesn't it seem like Jessica takes a lot of cabs? Doesn't that get expensive? Hey,
2: she charges for it.
0: I mean, she takes a lot of cabs, yes, though. Yeah, yes. no.
2: The, the, these the, the mo- these movies and TV shows, they never really tell you, they never really make it, uh, give you a good picture of how expensive these cabs really are. Because everyone thinks, oh, just take a cab. No, we're talking.
0: No, I mean, she no, at one point just... took a cab to, like, every hospital in the city. Yeah. I
4: yeah. <laughs> you mean, your cab fare, you're looking at the, you know, quadruple digits here people. And this yeah. is pretty much That's,
2: after she she's she's not getting any money from Hogarth anymore.
0: Right. I mean, she's she's off Hogarth's dime and yeah. now granted she saves a lot of money by buying the cheap whiskey. <laughs> so, I don't think maybe she's just frugal. She only owns that one outfit, so Yeah. She's not I, a I shoe know. girl either. No.
4: So yeah. All right. See in season anyway, two, we'll find out she actually has like 30 of the same outfits. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Now is the time on Hero Talk where we give the show a score. And again, I am inclined to remind my listening audience that review scores are dumb and don't mean anything. That being said, I will start... Goose, we'll start with you. You're always good on your feet. What would you score, Jessica Jones?
4: I would score, Jessica Jones, three untouchable topics out of five. That's that's fair.
0: And we won't touch on what those topics are. (laughs) Jen! Jen, what would you score Jessica Jones?
1: I am going to give Jessica Jones four bottles of Jim Beam.
0: I think that's a little more expensive than what Jessica drinks. Actually, no, she had it.
1: She had it in at least one episode. Drinking Jim Beam? Yeah, Yeah. at least in one episode. Maybe that was
0: was was on a good day. Yeah, she must have (laughs) found that somewhere. I guess she was definitely (laughs) she took it from bar. I imagine that she like the, the kind of whiskey she has the kind that just it comes in the bottle and it's it's like a blank label and just black words whiskey on the front of it
2: Excellent. No what if it was, was of them wasn't
0: a of tea with 3x's on it
2: mm-hmm. Yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah she she seems like she would because she's like the cheapest whiskey you got and like oh man I hope that's the super strength talking because wow <laughs> that will
3: not be pleasant <laughs> All right. Uh Vernon what would you score it I would score it Six and a half awkward lines out of
2: ten.
3: <laughs> all right, uh, Brian. How about you?
2: I would give I would give it a clear path to the touchline while I uh, made all the other players stop in their tracks. That's a <laughs> wow! Well that was
0: that was that was pretty strange. But I'll let you take. It.
2: Well, okay. So my, my reason behind that is Kilgrave is a big rugby fan.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't I know what rugby... I I mean, mean, when they're like, Sinbin was like, Sinbin is a rugby term. Like, I will take
2: your word for it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: but a uh, t- touchline is the equivalent of a goal line in football. Gotcha. Okay. All right. <laughs>
1: the more you, know. <laughs> There's There's you a, go. There a bit of a, a
4: start, start, but I think we got there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all
0: right, all right. So we got there. I, I give Jessica Jones three quarters of Supergirl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking top or bottom or... Best part. Uh, <laughs> I believe we've
4: hit one of those untouchable topics again. Yeah.
1: yeah. All
0: right. So we're gonna just go ahead and back off that visual, and I'm going to thank you all for joining me uh, for for this supersized hero talk on Jessica Jones.
3: Thanks for having
0: us. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Uh If you want to listen to any more of our podcasts, you should head over to Enthusiags.com or look us up on iTunes for more videos, Let's Pays, Let's Plays, not Let's Pays. Again, we're not charging you for any of this content. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> You can head over to Enthusiacs.com uh, We are on YouTube, check out Enthusiacs We are on Facebook and Twitter Both at Enthusiacs Still not on Instagram, holding the line And as always I will see you all right back here For the next Hero Talk All right, so now is the time on Hero Talk. We got to give this guy a score, and I probably shouldn't have said guy. That seems a little inappropriate. To give it to <laughs>
2: oh, it's so sexist.
3: <laughs> but
2: but listen, I, I don't know what does not Trish, and I'm not here to judge that. So. No, I, I, I'm on my Xbox. I'm gonna switch over to my computer and see if that oh, makes it. Oh yeah,
4: holy cow! Go to your <laughs> computer. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing?
2: I think and, me. and
4: just like that we lost our Microsoft money right there <laughs> maybe she has a choke fetish who knows oh god okay all right <laughs> we're not so, going
0: there who took it too far goose we're gonna, okay. we're gonna
4: make a timestamp on that oh. one.
0: we in fact are making a timestamp stamp on that one yeah um, now she, she didn't, I, they they really did a good job about making Jessica Jones not, because I mean, she's, the, I don't know what I'm trying to say, I'm gonna have to cut most of what I just stumbled over, but <laughs> that came across super
3: quiet. Well, she was oh, crying. I thought it was just me, <laughs> just say that same thing again, but louder. Oh, that Xbox comment, Microsoft is lashing out.
0: Brian, I can barely yeah, hear you.
3: You're it, super Did your quiet.
1: headphones get banked out? Maybe.
0: Well, my headphones didn't. I can hear you guys just fine.
1: No, I mean, no, I, can, I can't hear him well either. I meant Brian, Brian mic or whatever. Keep the it's mic right, right,
2: yeah.
0: And now say whatever it is you just
2: said. I can't remember. Like you talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Come on! Hey, I got distracted. It was about her like pushing people away. I caught a little yeah, bit of it. Push
2: people away.
0: I was saying I don't want to hang out with her. She drinks bottom shelf whiskey, and then it's like, oh, that's easy. And then you were saying about to say something, and she pushed people away. Go.
1: That was my favorite part of the whole the whole show so far.
0: Dork. I, I asked that at the end. you show, <laughs> show No, out. I didn't say favorite scene. <laughs> You are you're you're killing me, Jen.
1: Why do you think I'd have to tell you all about (laughs) Shudder? It was a big movie. It wasn't that long ago.
0: Okay, alright. I'm
1: looking (laughs) (laughs) on
0: That's that's gonna make a captivating hero talk. Excuse me while I Google this, ladies and gentlemen.